This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. Have you ever wondered if your cultural lens affects the way you read and interpret scripture? For example, when Paul exhorted women to dress modestly, what did he really mean? Stick around after today's Bible reading to find out. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Presented by Innervar City Press. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Psalm chapter 69. Deliver me, O God, for the water has reached my neck. I sink into the deep mire, where there is no solid ground. I am in deep water, and the current overpowers me. I am exhausted from shouting for help. My throat is sore. My eyes grow tired from looking for my God. Those who hate me without cause are more numerous than the hairs of my head. Those who want to destroy me, my enemies for no reason, outnumber me. They make me repay what I did not steal. Oh God, you are aware of my foolish sins. My guilt is not hidden from you. Let none who rely on you be disgraced because of me. O sovereign Lord of heaven's armies. Let none who seek you be ashamed because of me, O God of Israel. For I suffer humiliation for your sake and am thoroughly disgraced. My own brothers treat me like a stranger. They act as if I were a foreigner. Certainly zeal for your house consumes me. I endure the insults of those who insult you. I weep and refrain from eating food, which causes others to insult me. I wear sackcloth and they ridicule me. Those who sit at the city gate gossip about me. Drunkards mock me in their songs. O Lord, may you hear my prayer and be favorably disposed to me. O God, because of your great loyal love, answer me with your faithful deliverance. Rescue me from the mud. Don't let me sink. Deliver me from those who hate me, from the deep water. Don't let the current overpower me. Don't let the deep swallow me up. Don't let the pit devour me. Answer me, O Lord. For your loyal love is good. Because of your great compassion, turn toward me. Do not ignore your servant, for I am in trouble. Answer me right away. Come near me and redeem me. Because of my enemies, rescue me. You know how I am insulted, humiliated, and disgraced. You can see all my enemies. Their insults are painful and make me lose heart. 
I look for sympathy, but receive none. For comforters, but find none. They put bitter poison into my food, and to quench my thirst, they give me vinegar to drink. May their dining table become a trap before them. May it be a snare for that group of friends. May their eyes be blinded. Make them shake violently. Pour out your judgment on them. May your raging anger overtake them. May their camp become desolate, their tents uninhabited, for they harass the one whom you discipline. They spread the news about the suffering of those whom you punish. Hold them accountable for all their sins. Do not vindicate them. May their names be deleted from the scroll of the living. Do not let their names be listed with the godly. I am oppressed and suffering. O God, deliver and protect me. I will sing praises to God's name. I will magnify him as I give him thanks. That will please the Lord more than an ox or a bull with horns and hooves. The oppressed looked on. Let them rejoice. You who seek God, may you be encouraged. For the Lord listens to the needy. He does not despise his captive people. Let the heavens and the earth praise him, along with the seas and everything that swims in them. For God will deliver Zion and rebuild the cities of Judah, and his people will again live in them and possess Zion. The descendants of his servants will inherit it, and those who are loyal to him will live in it. Proverbs chapter 25 Proverbs of Solomon, collected by Hezekiah These also are Proverbs of Solomon, which the men of King Hezekiah of Judah copied. It is the glory of God to conceal a matter, and it is the glory of a king to search out a matter. As the heaven is high and the earth is deep, so the hearts of kings are unsearchable. Remove the dross from the silver and material, for the silversmith will emerge. Remove the wicked from before the king, and his throne will be established in righteousness. Do not honor yourself before the king, and do not stand in the place of great men. For it is better for him to say to you, Come up here, than to put you lower before a prince, whom your eyes have seen. Do not go out hastily to litigation, or what will you do afterward when your neighbor puts you to shame? When you argue a case with your neighbor, do not reveal the secret of another person, lest the one who hears it put you to shame, and your infamy will never go away. Like apples of gold in settings of silver, so is a word skillfully spoken. Like an earring of gold and an ornament of fine gold, so is a wise reprover to the ear of the one who listens. Like the cold of snow in the time of harvest, so is a faithful messenger to those who send him for he refreshes the heart of his masters. Like cloudy skies and wind that produce no rain, so is the one who boasts of a gift not given. Through patience, a ruler can be persuaded, and a soft tongue can break a bone. You have found honey. Eat only what is sufficient for you, lest you become stuffed with it and vomit it up. Don't set foot too frequently in your neighbor's house, lest he become weary of you and hate you. Like a club or a sword, or sharp arrow, so is the one who testifies against his neighbor as a false witness. Like a bad tooth or a foot out of joint, so is confidence in an unfaithful person at the time of trouble. Like one who takes off a garment on a cold day, or like vinegar poured on soda, so is one who sings songs to a heavy heart. If your enemy is hungry, give him food to eat, and if he is thirsty, give him water to drink. For you will heap coals of fire on his head, and the Lord will reward you. The north wind brings forth rain, and a gossiping tongue brings forth an angry look. It is better to live on a corner of the housetop than in a house in company with a quarrelsome wife. Like cold water to a weary person, so is good news from a distant land. 
like a muddied spring in a polluted well, so is a righteous person who gives way before the wicked. It is not good to eat too much honey, nor is it honorable for people to seek their own glory. Like a city that is broken down and without a wall, so is a person who cannot control his temper. New Testament reading, Romans chapter 11 through Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 11, Israel's rejection, not complete nor final. So I ask, God has not rejected his people, has he? Absolutely not. For I too am an Israelite, a descendant of Abraham from the tribe of Benjamin. God has not rejected his people whom he foreknew. Do you not know what the scripture says about Elijah, how he pleads with God against Israel? Lord, they have killed your prophets. They have demolished your altars. I alone am left and they are seeking my life. But what was the divine response to him? I have kept from myself 7,000 people who have not bent the knee to Baal. So in the same way, at the present time, there is a remnant chosen by grace. And if it is by grace, it is no longer by works. Otherwise, grace would no longer be grace. What then? Israel failed to obtain what it was diligently seeking, but the elect obtained it. The rest were hardened, as it is written. God gave them a spirit of stupor, eyes that would not see and ears that would not hear to this very day. And David says, Let their table become a snare and trap, a stumbling block and a retribution for them. Let their eyes be darkened so that they may not see and make their backs bend continually. I asked then, they did not stumble into an irrevocable fall, did they? Absolutely not. But by their transgression, salvation has come to the Gentiles to make Israel jealous. Now, if their transgression means riches for the world and their defeat means riches for the Gentiles, how much more will their full restoration bring? Now, I am speaking to you Gentiles. Seeing that I am an apostle to the Gentiles, I magnify my ministry. If somehow I could provoke my people to jealousy and save some of them. For if their rejection is the reconciliation of the world, what will their acceptance be but life from the dead? If the first portion of the dough offered is holy, then the whole batch is holy. And if the root is holy, so too are the branches. Now, if some of the branches were broken off and you, a wild olive shoot, were grafted in among them and participated in the richness of the olive root, do not boast over the branches. But if you boast, remember that you do not support the root, but the root supports you. Then you will say the branches were broken off so that I could be engrafted in. Granted, they were broken off because of their unbelief, but you stand by faith. Do not be arrogant, but fear. For if God did not spare the natural branches, perhaps he will not spare you. Notice, therefore, the kindness and harshness of God. Harshness toward those who have fallen, but God's kindness toward you, provided you continue in his kindness. Otherwise, you also will be cut off. And even they, if they do not continue in their unbelief, will be grafted in. For God is able to graft them in again. For if you were cut off from what is by nature a wild olive tree and grafted contrary to nature into a cultivated olive tree, how much more will these natural branches be grafted back into their own olive tree? For I do not want you to be ignorant of this mystery, brothers and sisters, so that you may not be conceited. A partial hardening has happened to Israel until the full number of the Gentiles has come in. And so all Israel will be saved, as it is written. 
the deliverer will come out of Zion. He will remove ungodliness from Jacob. And this is my covenant with them when I take away their sins. In regard to the gospel, they are enemies for your sake. But in regard to election, they are dearly loved for the sake of the fathers. For the gifts and the call of God are irrevocable. Just as you were formerly disobedient to God, but have now received mercy due to their disobedience, so they too have now been disobedient in order that by the mercy shown to you, they too may now receive mercy. For God has consigned all people to disobedience so that he may show mercy to them all. Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and how unfathomable his ways. For who has known the mind of the Lord or who has been his counselor or who has first given to God that God needs to repay him? For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be glory forever. Amen. Romans chapter 12. Consecration of the Believer's Life. Therefore I exhort you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a sacrifice, alive, holy, and pleasing to God, which is your reasonable service. Do not be conformed to this present world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may test and prove what is the will of God, what is good and well-pleasing and perfect. Conduct in humility. For by the grace given to me, I say to every one of you, not to think more highly of yourself than you ought to think, but to think with sober discernment. As God has distributed to each of you a measure of faith, for just as in one body we have many members, and not all the members serve the same function, so we who are many are one body in Christ, and individually we are members who belong to one another, and we have different gifts, according to the grace given to us. If the gift is prophecy, that individual must use it in proportion to his faith. If it is service, he must serve. If it is teaching, he must teach. If it is exhortation, he must exhort. If it is contributing, he must do so with sincerity. If it is leadership, he must do so with diligence. If it is showing mercy, he must do so with cheerfulness. Conduct in love. Love must be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another with mutual love, showing eagerness and honoring one another. Do not lag in zeal. Be enthusiastic in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Endure in suffering. Persist in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints. Pursue hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Do not be conceited. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Consider what is good before all people. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all people. Do not avenge yourselves, dear friends, but give place to God's wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. Rather, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in doing this, you will be heaping burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. God, I thank you. 
Thank you, O oh God, that you saw fit to engraft us into the olive tree. Thank you, God. May we never get haughty. May we never be conceited. May we never get arrogant, O oh God, and start feeling ourselves because we're in you. We are not in you as a result of our own righteousness. We are not in you of our own accord. Left up to us, we would continually turn our back toward you. But God, I thank you that out of the abundance of your mercy and your grace, you chose to engraft us in. You chose to include us in the covenant, the original covenant, O oh God, that you made with your precious people, the Israelites. We thank you that we've been engrafted in. God, and I thank you. I thank you that you will, that you will bring us all together, O oh God, in the household of faith. Thank you, O oh God, for the, the redemption that is still available, that you hold out to all people. And I pray, O oh God, that today, when they hear the voice of the Lord, they would not harden their hearts, O oh Lord. I thank you, O oh Lord, for your word unto us, O oh God, that love should be void of hypocrisy. O oh God, help us to love congruently, Lord, in step with your gospel, Lord God. Help us, O oh Lord God, to conduct lives, O oh Lord God, that are marked by holiness because it is still right. And we know it's not a popular message, O oh God, but we are living sacrifices, holy and acceptable to the Lord. This is our reasonable act of service, O oh God. Thank you, O oh God. And it's a small sacrifice compared to the sacrifice of Jesus dying on the cross for us, bearing the weight of our sin resurrecting, ascending, and now seated at your right hand. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Son. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I pray all of this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. In their book, Misreading Scripture with Western Eyes, biblical scholars Brandon O'Brien and E. Randolph Richards shed light on the ways that Western readers often misunderstand the cultural dynamics of the Bible. When Paul exhorted women to dress modestly, he was likely not referring to racy clothing, but instead, he was most likely concerned about economic modesty, that Christian women not flaunt their wealth through expensive clothes, braided hair, and gold jewelry. Getting beyond our cultural assumptions is increasingly important for being Christians in our interconnected and globalized world. Learn to read scripture as a member of the global body of Christ with the book, Misreading Scripture with Western Eyes. As a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code, The Word. That's promo code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at ivpress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. 
Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee. Let's go, so I'm to sleep.